Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor and the Daffy Duck Toes Bugs Bunny, Jake, gives you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Sides. And for the latest updates and information, you can find me on Twitter at Professor Sides. You can find my friend Jake on Twitter at my friend underscore Jake. This college basketball episode covers select games scheduled to be played on Wednesday, November 9th, 2022. Check out the webpage on the banner. It's www.pickswiththeprofessor.com slash new. Give you a primer and explanation of what's going on around here. Otherwise, the goals for this episode are like always to share key information about these games, give you some things to think on, and explain why certain plays are being made. We never recommend blindly tailing or fading any pick but rather to hear the justifications and thought processes to make sure you're fully on board with us or against us before investing your hard-earned money. Remember that Sideline has graded plays on every single game, but as always, take what you like and leave the rest. If you have questions about any of these or other games, the best place to get answers is on our Discord. That can be accessed through Patreon. The link is in the show description. As always, remember there are no locks in gambling, so what Sideline provides are loves, likes, and leans. It is A, B, and C grades. To indicate its confidence level with respect to scaling wagers, however, please understand that good and bad variants will occur, so as much as we'd like to see will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Uh, Jake, bouncing back from that first day, first day, get all the bad luck out of the way, and then just a normal hum-ho, ho-hum? Ho-hum, I'm tired. Ho-hum. That needs to be a thing now, right? Um, two and two day. Uh, just missed out on the on the parlay. Uh, Close on that one. Riders about pulled it out outright. Uh, that was that was a pretty good game. If you got to watch yeah. that, was, that was intense. Yeah, you nailed you nailed that one absolutely. Um, Montana uh, <laughs> du- and Duquesne both. We talked about this a little bit pre-show. You know, hey, look, good news is, you know, you bet $5 in a game and you lose by one or you lose by 100, you still lose your five bucks. It doesn't really matter. It's a great learning opportunity. We were a little bit concerned about Duquesne, all the transfers and how quickly they would gel. And the answer is quickly. Well, now we know. Very quickly. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, yeah. Montana, you know, didn't realize just how dependent they would be on their main guy. Uh, The answer is a lot. So, you know. Drop them down a little bit in your rankings, move Duquesne up a little bit, right? It's one of those, it's a good learning opportunity for us. Uh, and uh, now now we know, right? Now we know. That's, that's, what, uh, that's some of the hard part of betting these first couple of season games. It's like you're, you're taking guesses on what you think the team is going to do. And sometimes they zig when you zag, like Duquesne and Montana. Yeah. And, it, and it's important to note, I, I hear a lot of people will say like, well, early on in the season, I don't know anything, so I'm not going to bet it. And if you don't know anything, I don't want to encourage you to bet it. We just have to understand that we're always on the same playing field as the books are. Early on in the season, we don't know as much. The books don't either. That can be an advantage, can be a disadvantage. It just depends on the team, the game, the situation. Later on in the season, you say, I know a lot more. Guess what? So do the books. So it's one of those things where it, it you're typically tracking with them. So if you want to bet early, you don't, whatever that, you know, I always want people to feel comfortable. However, you're investing your own money, you know, it's, it's your money, not mine, but it's one of those things where if you think you have something early on, you say, I'm a little uncertain. Well, they are too. Sometimes it helps. Sometimes it hurts. Montana didn't help us any. No, no they, they just for, probably forgot to show up almost like TCU. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But Hey, we're on the upward trajectory after day one, now day two, two and two. I'm expecting I'm expecting five and zero oh today. Yeah. Let's let's make that happen, right? I mean, I want it to happen. I do, I do. <laughs> I, I've, I've, I think it's going to happen, but woo, 
That's that's, that's a high bar. How about four? I will settle for four and one. Four and one. All right. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Uh, all right. That's doable. All right. Well, before we get to the game, some reminders. Please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. And if you turn on notifications, you don't miss any of the college basketball, MLB, or college football content that this channel provides. I've already mentioned that Patreon, but check it out if you haven't yet. Lots of great benefits above and beyond what we do here. Membership starts at three dollars per month. www.patreon.com/slash/pickswiththeprofessor. Even if you don't hit us up there, we are still thrilled to have you here. Let's get to it. All lines courtesy of Bet Online. Sign up link in the show description. And current as the time of this recording on late Tuesday night, the A plus play of the day here on Wednesday. We're going to take it to Louisville with a bit of a in city rivalry. Yeah. Bellarmine and Louisville. Louisville is a 12 and a half point favorite. But get this sideline says it should be 5.4. That is quite a discrepancy here. It says that Louisville should be favored, but not by that much. This Bellarmine team, we were very impressed with last yes. year, had a fantastic season. This game means a lot to them. They want their, you know, little brother, they want to show big brother, we can hang right with you. Getting 12 and a half is an A grade play according to sideline. Jake, tell us why it's an A plus play in your mind. Bellarmine should have been in the NCAA tournament. They earned the right. Yep. They totally just weird rules. Got them. Uh, they lost the best player in Dylan Penn. You can't really replace a guy that talent at, at uh, Bellarmine that quick, but they still have a loaded squad. They're very well coached. Not that Louisville isn't. We just don't know. It's a brand new coach, his first go at it. Um, he was a great player at Louisville, won a title at Louisville, but I don't know how well that transfers in. Um, they don't have a point guard. They lost almost everybody. And I mean, college, you really have to have guards. And yep. man, they just don't have, they just don't have a guy that plays well consistently. Um, and I mean, Payne's got his work cut out for him there, especially to get it back to Louisville standard. And I, I think there's a decent chance that uh, Bellarmine wins this outright, but uh, getting 12 and a half will be incredible. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's just way too many points. I'm not sure Bellarmine wins. I feel like they could hang in there and they might. It wouldn't really surprise me. But if nothing else, this feels like a game that Louisville's up five or seven most of the game. Bellarmine's hanging around. Hopefully they can stay inside the number without anything too crazy late. And if they make a run, maybe it's a really exciting finish. But 12 and a half is, like I said, just way too many points for this one. Yeah, too many. All right, for the best B-side today, we are going a little bit out west to South Dakota State and Boise State. Boise State is a five-and-a-half-point home favorite. Sometimes says it should be Boise minus seven. Total on this one is 144, and that's pretty close to what sideline projects. Uh, Jake, why of all the B-grades is this your favorite of that group? I, th I think this Boise State team is getting a little bit disrespected here, and I think South Dakota State's getting a little too much respect for what they were last year. They lost their bet a lot. He transferred out. I think he's at Creighton uh, Baylor. I can't say his last name, but for South Dakota State, who's an incredible player, and you and like just like we said with Bellarmine, it is really hard at these schools to replace the talent at that level um, immediately, and. I just don't think they do it. I think they're getting a little bit too much respect. They just played an overtime game with Akron. Uh, last night so i mean they're tra uh, traveling back or i believe it was an akron uh, so i think they're gonna have to travel back and then get ready to play this they're boise state hasn't played yet they're gonna be well rested itching to go at home i think uh getting these uh taking boise here is 
the way to go. I, I think they're going to come out and win this one by 10 to 12, and South Dakota State's going to start 0-2. I always, like, we were on South Dakota State uh, getting four points, and that was a profitable play at Akron. I always like when the model zigzags like this because it tells me that it's reading things really well. Their situ- I talked about those with baseball a lot. There are situations where the model's just going to constantly like a team or constantly fade them. And it's one of those where in the long run we hope it works out. It's a little bit less about which game, though. It's kind of one of those, hey, the model's taking a stand and saying you should back this team 20 times and we think they're going to win 12 or 13, right? It's just less fun when it just always has to back the team or always has to fade them. But when it's like fade back, fade back, it's like, oh, it's kind of zigging and zagging a little bit here like it is with South Dakota State. So I always I always feel good about that type of play. So Boise State minus five and a half is our best B-side of the day. To the Jake and the Limb segment, you're doing really well here. This is usually where we point out a secret play where the model just says, meh, no idea. And Jake, you're coming at it saying, no, I do have an idea. And here's just what I like. And this is one that, again, we talked about worked really well last year as well. Only one secret play uh, today. Not a lot of games. Again, a yeah. short slate, only 13 of them. Uh, but there's actually a B-grade play that you would caution the viewer on. You actually like the other side on this one. So we're going to roll with that here. It's Missouri-Kansas City at LSU. Sideline says this should be LSU minus 20. It's actually 22. So the model says to grab those 22 points with Missouri-Kansas City. Early on this season, the model's taken a lot of big underdogs. It's been about 50-50. Some of them have only lost by about 10 and hung in there all game. There's a lot of examples like Jackson State, Arkansas Pine Bluff, even the kind of the extreme case. <laughs> um, you know, there's South Carolina State here on Tuesday night, right? There's a lot of these examples. There's a lot of examples where these teams are losing by by 50, right? So it's kind of a, a mixed bag early on. Uh, model thinks just a little bit a few too many points, but it's not a huge edge. That's why it's only a big great pick. Jake, you think we should lay the 22 with LSU at home, before you tell us that real quick, Sideline also likes the under in this game, likes mm-hmm. under 142 and a half, projects a total of 138. So likes the under. You like LSU. Tell us why you like LSU minus 22. Okay, so everything from last year is gone. Uh, I mean, down to I think even the water boys are gone from LSU. It's just they just cleaned house. One of the wonkiest situations last year. Yeah, just <laughs> wild. Like I think 11 scholarship players transferred out. Uh, but they brought in who I think is one of the – best hires in the long time um, with McMahon. I really liked what he did, was doing at uh, Murray State. He brought with him the OVC player of the year, his point guard, and another player who transferred from South Carolina to Murray, and now he's back in the SEC playing at LSU. Uh, so, I mean, he's obviously the talent enough to be played in, playing in the SEC. Um, K.J. Williams and Justice Hill are an incredible one-two duo. Uh, I mean, I think we were talking about the guy from Moorhead that transferred to Auburn uh, in one of the other shows. This is this KJ Williams plays the same position and beat him out for Player of the Year. So, I, as much as I like the guy from Auburn, I really like Broom. I like KJ Williams a lot more. He's just very, very good. Uh, Kansas City's a defensive-minded team that finished nineteen and twelve, but man, they just lost to a D two team where they didn't even put up sixty points. I just don't think they've got enough offense or enough talent to stay in this game. McMahon's really going to want to put a stamp on it in his first game at home. I think they win this like closer to 25 than the 22. 
All righty. And then on to the shake and bake with Jake. Here's that same game parlay. We're going to take a t- side and the total together. Uh, again, got close on this one on Tuesday. Didn't quite pull it out. Let's see if we can pull it out here on Wednesday. UT Martin and Youngstown State. Youngstown State is an eight-point home favorite. And the total is 152 and a half. Uh, Sideline says that the under is a pretty good play here. Uh, says that the total should actually be 148. So we've got about four and a half points of cushion here. And the model, this is the only C grade play of the night. The model says Youngstown State should be an 8.4 point favorite. So it's backing Youngstown State with a lean, taking the under. Jake, you think this is a pretty good little parlay here. So tell us why you like Youngstown State minus eight in the under, why that's both going to hit and get us our first parlay winner of the season. UT Martin just struggled with that absolutely terrible, not absolutely terrible. I mean, they're still power five, but a Pittsburgh team that's supposed to finish towards the bottom of the ACC. Um, Lacking in talent is the projection for them this year. Yeah, and I mean, this is Cable coaching for his job there too. Uh, So they they really struggled. Uh, Youngstown State, they beat – we struggled pronouncing this team all year last year. I'm going to try one more time. Canisius. Maybe that's right. I don't we'll know. go with that. No, but it, it was like 90 to 80. There's a little lacking of defense there from Youngstown State, but I don't think Canisius might have a little bit better of an offense than uh, UT Martin. I, I think the defense picks it up. Youngstown State showed some promise. They had three guys above 15. One came off the bench. That means they're constantly rolling a good score at you everywhere they go. Um, the worry with the minus eight is they were 56% from the free throw line. Mm. So you, that could get real iffy, especially around that 10-point marker. Uh, but I, I think they they do enough to get this one done by 10 to 12. I think this stays under the 152. I think it's a little bit of an overreaction to the 90 to 80 game that Youngstown State just played. I think it's just be much much more towards the 70s. Uh, both teams in the 70s, maybe uh, low eight, low 80s. I don't think it gets out 20 or more, but 15 to uh, 10 to 15 is probably about where this stays. And that's an interesting point. We always, I always say at the top, right, we're trying to give you some things to think on, and hopefully it just kind of naturally comes in the conversation. But I want to call out one specifically here is early on in the season, you're going to see a lot of results, whether it's one game or two games. Uh, so you kind of have a decision point now, and you kind of have one – probably what you get to about four or five games where you see something and you kind of have to take a stand and say, this is what I believe, right? I think this is the way they really are. And so after one game here, you're kind of saying, Hey, I think, I, I think that was just that one game. I think that's a bit of an overreaction. I think they've gone too far. You viewer at home, you can say, no, I think that's a correct reaction. I think that's right. Right. If you disagree with us, that's fine. You just kind of have to answer that question for yourself. Like I said, you'll have another one here in, in the next couple of weeks where you'll see a team play a game kind of one way and a team kind of play the game the other one. You'll have to sit there and say, which one do I think is real? That's the stance you want to take, and that's what you want to bet, and that's what we're talking about here just for the first one. We think this is a little bit of an overreaction. This total is a little too high. We think under is the right play. doesn't mean it's a lock. That's just our stance. If you agree with that, ride with us. If you don't, again, that's fine. We, we want you to be confident in what you're picking, but that's part of the reason we just think that's an overreaction. We should go under this. Um, for this one, so Youngstown State minus eight, and then the under 152 and a half is our shake and bake with Jake for the night. Got five unders uh, today as official picks. No overs. Uh, do, of course, keep in mind as numbers move around, that's the official picks here that I'm locking here the night before. As the numbers move around, Maybe some different numbers take shape, so you can use that Google Sheet. A lot of you use that Google Sheet and and 
takes it, finds some different numbers depending on what your book offers as well. So you may have some over edge. That's fine. Officially going five unders. There's one here in the how low can you go segment that you want to call out. And who boy, I love this one as well. There's no locks in gambling, but I think you and I both just <laughs> really love under 131 and a half and IUPUI at Drake. I feel like we've seen enough of this IUPUI team last year to, to know that under is the play and game one down and it doesn't look like things are changing up there. Uh, Jake, f- uh, follow up on that point for me, will you? Look, I, I mean, at least they've got a full roster uh, this year. Um, they still play for now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for now, I mean, it, they yeah. still try hard. I mean, they do. And I know I talked about this on a comment, like last year, even on the five guys at the very end, the last couple of games of the season into the conference tournament, I mean, they were playing hard yeah. and, and covering a bunch of games despite outrageous spreads. I mean, props to them for playing hard. Yeah. Well, I, I just think when they get to similar, similarly talented teams, they'll start to cover more. It's just, there's a big talent gap in these, like, especially Iowa state where they just lost by 50. Um, yeah. There's a big talent gap there. Uh, and I think there's very, very big talent gap here with Drake, um, but I think that's Drake, why it's a, basically a thirty-point spread. Yeah, yeah. I, Drake is probably going to win the Missouri Valley and show they're the favorites. Um, they're a very good team. Uh, they're they can play a really good defensive game, and I want and I think they get out way ahead here, and then the scoring kind of slows down and stops. Um, they'll take their foot off the gas. IUPI. Yeah has a good chance to backdoor there because it's yeah. really hard to win a game by 30. But yeah. I, I don't see this game getting in the eye of this 131 number. That would be very surprising to me because that's that's going to be IUPUI scoring 50. <laughs> 50. And, and yeah. the, the, the team the team total here would be 50. If you want 50 to yeah. 80, get you a 30-point victory and 130 points. And I, I don't know that there's that much of defensive difference between Drake and Iowa State. Um I think this Drake team is a very good team. And I mean, Iowa State held them to 39. So it's, I think you're going to be very close to that number. Yeah, I, I agree. Sideline says this should be Drake minus 24, likes getting 29. Again, it's, it's not, it, we've seen a lot of big blowouts, but it's just, it doesn't mean it's easy to win a game by that many points. You take your foot off the gas. You got to get the backups reps. The other team doesn't want to get embarrassed. And IUPUI, like we said at the end of the year, we're still fighting hard, so we expect them to fight hard here uh, tonight. It's that same sort of thing where uh, they got the backdoor option or they got the just – they're just constantly down by somewhere in the 20s all game, and it's never a game. But maybe Drake doesn't get out to that 50-point lead that Iowa State did. Uh, so the model loves IUPUI plus 29. and says the number of total – the number of points in this game should be 127.5, not 131.5. And even 127.5 seems high. It feels like if this game gets to, like, about 121, that seems about right. You know, I, I don't think – I don't think Drake has any incentive or any need to put up 80 points. And I'm not sure IUPUI can get to 50. I mean, if this is like 70 to 45, that feels about right. We're talking about a 25 point win. IUPUI covers under hits easily. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, something I noticed going through the IUPUI Iowa State game, I don't know IUPUI's coach. I can't know his name, but he played everybody. I mean, they played all 
I think 15 players and they all had not just like one or two minutes or whatever. It was, it was a handful of minutes. So once this game gets out of hand, he's going to just run through everybody, get everybody. He's going to see what he has. Yeah. Might as well. Yeah. And give these guys some minutes. And I I mean, this is probably what uh, close to close to home for some of these IUPUI kids. So they're probably going to play some of those deep, deep bench players uh, and get mom and dad a chance to see them. Uh, Yeah. So, I, I think not that they will give up. They're, he's still going to be playing and coaching. He's just going to give everybody some minutes. And as you get deeper into a bench, the less talent you have. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All righty. Well, that is our show today. Our five favorite picks for your Wednesday. Jake, any parting words before we sign off? Yeah, uh, I know we didn't really have a pick on it because I wasn't totally comfortable. But the TV game should be the Davidson Wright State. Uh, that is that should be an incredible game. Um, another another game to kind of keep an eye out on is the, is Monmouth Seton Hall. Really interested to see what Seton Hall does. Uh, was was it just a flash in a pan with uh, with St. Peter's or does he really have something uh, at Seton Hall? So we'll we'll see how that goes. Yeah, absolutely. The the model has a great picks on both of those. So check out the sheet. Uh, if you ever lose the links to the Google Sheets, they're on the homepage of the website, www.pickswiththeprofessor.com. So always have those links available to you there on the home page. Otherwise, thanks for tuning into this episode of Picks with the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can ensure all the sports betting content we write on this channel is dropped right into your feed. We'll be back again tomorrow with more college basketball betting content. And until then, as always, best of luck. And remember... You can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.